0: Hi everyone.
1: Hi.
0: And welcome to another edition of Superman's Other Pals, a podcast where I, Gary Roland, go through an issue of the Silver Age comic Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen, with my teenage daughter, Oh
1: Plum Roland, and
0: together we look at it and <laughs> figure it out and talk about it. Sure. And
1: these are all accurate um words.
0: And uh, hopefully, people enjoy it. Hopefully, I think people enjoy it. I Hopefully. think we've gotten we've gotten a, a, a an email or two from people who say that you know they do have it or like the occasional Facebook or yep. Twitter reply that they do enjoy it. So yeah. you know,
1: thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, should we start? Start?
0: Yes, let's okay. start. Okay, we start as we always start with the cover. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, twelve cents.
1: Issue number 70. Approved
0: by the Comics Code. This is July of 1963.
1: Has the Fantastic Four happened yet?
0: No, that's not until November. Okay. But this is still... This is still the... You know, sort of the end of... This is sort of, like, what's going on as the Marvel Universe is being created.
1: I'm going to keep asking that until you say yes.
0: That's fine. Uh, So, yeah, this this is all stuff that's, like, until the Marvel Universe is created, this is sort of what's going on. But then again, it's also what's going on with Jimmy Olsen, which is not... I think a great barometer as to not, what's going on in the DC universe not at indicative large.
1: of the rest of everything else. Right. It just kind of It's like that weird cousin.
0: Right. You know, it's not the uh, it's not like the ones where like the Green Lantern Green Arrow comics that dealt with Speedy's they heroin to addiction. Green things. They dealt with he- Speedy's heroin addiction.
1: They talked to green things.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Green Arrow talks to arrows and Green (laughs) Green Lantern Lantern talks talks to to light sources. Right.
1: I'm sorry. I'm I'm never going to not say that. That's okay. That's okay. This is all
0: a reference to... Dealing with uh,
1: Speedy's heroin addiction is a very serious matter. Right.
0: And it's not really anything that... I don't think at any point in time does Jimmy Olsen ever address... Drug issues in turn, like in any I'm kind of serious. I'm pretty sure Jimmy
1: Olsen is addicted to drugs.
0: Well, we know that he is addicted to uh, having uh, experiments put on him and uh, drinking weird liquids
1: that might be drugs
0: that, yes, have various effects on him.
1: So, drugs.
0: Probably. I guess that's, that is one way you can do it. Okay, so July 1970. Uh, 1970 <laughs> Issue 70, July 1963, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. We start, it is a white background. It is. With yellow, with yellow curtains. And there's Jimmy, and there's Superman.
1: Yep. And
0: Jimmy has pulled back yellow curtains to reveal this giant silver glowing rock. Well, it's about the size of his torso. and Which
1: is pretty big.
0: Still pretty big, yes. It's not like a little, like, nugget. Yeah. So, Superman is saying, Jimmy! You've pulled back that lead line curtain and exposed me to silver crisp kryptonite! How is it different from green, red, yellow, I'm sorry, green, red, gold, blue, or white kryptonite?
1: Why are there so many different kinds of kryptonite?
0: Well, okay, so, anyway, I'll get to that in a second. And then Jimmy says, ha! Silver kryptonite will affect you in a way you'll never forget! Prepare for the super surprise of your life, Superman! And then there's the, uh, the... And it says, nobody, but nobody will guess the secret of silver kryptonite! Um, I guess the reason why is...
1: They got bored?
0: Maybe. I think maybe they just wanted to mix it up.
1: Are there still that many kinds of kryptonite? No. Okay, there's just the two?
0: As far as I know... There's
1: just the two now, right? I think it's
0: just red at this point.
1: Yeah, there's red and green kryptonite.
0: I'm sorry, I think it's just green at this point. I'm not sure that there's any red at this point.
1: There was red kryptonite in Supergirl.
0: Well, that's true. But they never did red, gold, blue, I'm sorry. They never did gold or blue or white.
1: Not to my knowledge.
0: I forget. I know that blue reverses the fl- reflect uh, reverses the effects of red kryptonite for Superman and is harmful to Bizarros.
1: Oh no!
0: Well, much in the same way they grew- well, you have Don't to Don't have-
1: hurt Bizarro. Well,
0: you have to have a- you have Don't
1: hurt Bizarro.
0: You have to have like a a Superman equivalent. If he's going to be the backwards, if he's going to be the backwards Superman, then. They have to have some kind of way to control him, much in the same way that Green Kryptonite controls Superman.
1: Don't hurt Bizarro. Well,
0: they only use it when they have to.
1: Don't hurt Bizarro.
0: And either gold or white, like one of them, I think, removes Kryptonian powers permanently. And I think there was also, I don't That's know exactly... Dangerous. I don't know exactly when it was, but I think eventually there was a Pink
1: Kryptonite
0: that turned Superman into a girl.
1: No, it made him gay.
0: Or it made him gay. Did it make him gay? It
1: made him gay. When was that? Uh, I forget, but I very much remember that it was. It didn't make him a girl. It made him gay.
0: Okay, so you know, I'm just right, just grasping and guessing at straws, grasping at straws. And it just, was an
1: alternate universe.
0: And guessing in general, but uh, I will be posting a link to a page either the wikipedia page or some other dc universe page where it does list all the different kinds of kryptonite and where
1: and what they did and
0: what they did out there
1: they made him gay
0: right so inside cover and i th- this is the first time we've seen this ad and it's for subscribing to dc comics
1: so i have a question
0: uh yes please
1: if you have jimmy olson you're probably pretty deep into DC Comics, because it wasn't the most popular thing.
0: Well, I mean, it was, I guess, with some people, because it, it was sort of in response to, it was created in response to the Superman, the George Reeves Superman series.
1: Also, oh, is that still going at this point?
0: No. No, no. no. Uh, George Reeves died very uh, uh, a couple of years afterwards.
1: No, I mean this. Like is in '63. Is that show still going?
0: The Superman show. Yeah. No. Okay. No, like I said, George yeah. Reeves died. Okay. So so I guess they finally hit on the idea of a subscription. Up until this point, the only way that you got comic books, Was you know, the only way you got comic books.
1: Newspaper stands and yep. comic book stores.
0: There really were no such things as comic book stores in newspaper 1963. Stands. Although I'm sure, as I've stated this now, somebody is going to go, well, actually, if you do, uh, as, as our standard policy is, please... Um, write it on a
1: illuminated parchment
0: illuminated parchment Make and, it
1: heraldically correct
0: and uh, send it uh, via owl or other or your herald to us
1: we haven't talked about that policy in a minute
0: no so, yeah no no but we then again nobody's really sent us very many corrections mm-hmm. one way or another although every once in a while they they will yeah somebody, was incredibly nice on Twitter, rare, uh, oddly enough, Woo. and they, I think I mentioned something about Indian food not using dairy, and he Twittered and he it was a great show, but I just wanted to let you know that there's a lot of dairy in a lot of Indian cuisine, and... um It was the nicest correction that anybody had ever made. I think perhaps on the entire internet. (laughs) So, um, well, thank you to, uh, at Rider, who was the winner of our... Oh, that was him? That was him. All right. Um, he was very, he was very nice. Incredibly nice, and I said this was probably the nicest correction ever done on the internet. <laughs> so thank you, and uh, so once again, thank you. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I think this is they, they this that they, then they hit on the idea of hey, why don't we have subscriptions, and you can subscribe to this. Was the subscriptionable lineup in Superman in uh in 1963 July? It was Adventure Comics featuring Superboy, Saturn Girl, Sia, Sunboy, Brainiac 5, and other members of the Legion of Superheroes. Superman, Superboy, the adventures of Superman when he was a boy, and Crypto, his pet superdog. Jimmy Olsen, the luckiest boy alive, although I think that could be That's Um,
1: arguable. That is
0: arguable. He's Superman's best pal. Lois Lane featuring that girl. Featuring the girl who wants to be Mrs. Superman and her rival Lana Lang. World's Finest. Superman, Batman, Robin together in one big adventure. Action featuring Superman, Supergirl and comic the super horse. The many loves of Dobie Gillis. Oh god. Where there's Dobie, there's girls, fun, girls, excitement, girls and Maynard too. The Adventures of Bob Hope, hilarity, originality, pleasure, excitement, put them all together and they spell hope. And the Adventures. Bob
1: Hope's a superhero. And
0: Adventures of Jerry Lewis, the zaniest funster of them all, in the wackiest fun filled adventure ever.
1: I would like to know that by this standard, Bob Hope and Jerry Lewis are both DC superheroes. Uh,
0: Yes. Actually, I don't think there was ever, although there was that one crossover with Bob Hope. Yes. There was one. Jimmy went to Hollywood. Yes. He did run into Bob Hope doing a skit where he was bizarro. Yep. Uh, But he did not see Jerry Lewis at that time. So, you know, you can subscribe to that they finally hit on the idea that uh, hi boys and girls here's your favorite here's your chance to get your favorite magazines delivered to your home regularly at the low low price of 10 cents per issue for a two-year subscription so i
1: have a question please is this still a thing
0: oh you can totally subscribe to comic books still but okay they are not 10 cents an issue
1: yeah for a two-year
0: subscription so just remember at this time, what
1: if we printed this out and mailed it to them? It what was. They do?
0: I don't. I, I. think they would say, uh, "Thank you," but no, thank you. You know, at this point, for two dollars and forty cents, which is now not even the price of a single comic. You can get two years worth of worth of DC entertainment. That's two dollars and forty cents per book, of course. And uh, you know, I don't want to get all uh, in my day <laughs> on this, but uh, yeah, but uh, you don't
1: have to get all in no. your day on this. This no. is purely a choice if you choose to do so.
0: Well, I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, very loudly, not doing it. But like you know, I have to say, so it's uh, it's not like that anymore. Alright, which then brings us to our first story. Would you Would you like to read the first story? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, so, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. All of us make mistakes at times because no human being is perfect. Red-headed reporter Jimmy Olsen, the super-powerful... The pal of super-powerful Superman is no exception to that rule. One day, however, Jimmy keeps goofing and goofing until Superman blows his top. And then the friendship of Jimmy Olsen and the Man of Steel seems ended forever because of Jimmy Olsen's boo boos. And uh, there we see Jimmy uh, looking kind of ashamed and Superman looking kind of angry. And behind him is members of the Jimmy Olsen fan club all dressed in. uh,
1: Jimmy Olsen attire.
0: In suits with bow ties and carrying cameras. Jimmy Olsen attire. And Jimmy Olsen saying, Please forgive me, Superman, and return the signal watch. I promise to not goof again. Oh, you're crushing it Uh, to powder. What does that mean? Yes, Jimmy, it means I'm no longer a friend of yours. We're finished. And then someone from the Jimmy Olsen fan club going, Hmm, if Superman thinks Jimmy is stupid, then we don't idolize him any longer. This is the end of the Jimmy Olsen fan club. Well then... This is the Smallville branch, by the way. Yeah. So um, the issue starts by Jimmy Olsen driving to
1: Smallville. Smallville
0: to go visit the branch of the Jimmy Olsen fan club that apparently has opened in Smallville. Yep. And so uh, they greet him. Everything's great. They bring him into to the. Uh, they bring him into the office. Everything is wonderful. They're
1: all wearing Jimmy Olsen attire.
0: Right. They're all and they have all kinds of pictures and pictures of Superman and pictures of L- Lucy Lane kissing Jimmy and. He has given, so he's uh, he's brought with him a couple of globes that.
1: No, it's one globe.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, it's one globe that turns into the very various uh, shapes of Superman, Superboy, and Superbaby, and so they, you know, so they're taking pictures of it, and suddenly Superman shows up.
1: Just as the little figure inside of the globes disintegrate,
0: right. they use their uh, they use their flash bulbs, and then for some reason, the figure inside the globe disintegrate. and Superman is like, I'll, I'll tell you what occurred when aluminum wires in those flash bulbs ignited, it caused a chemical reaction which destroyed the invaluable trophy and uh Superman gets mad and yells at Jimmy and says, Ugh, I blame you for this." Ugh. Remember that I warned you to treat it carefully. Goodbye, but next time use your head!
1: I have a question.
0: But uh, yes, you there? W-
1: w- wouldn't the glass dome protect the thing inside from whatever chemical reactions were outside? I guess not. Why? I
0: don't know. It's just a weird thing that is affected by flash bulbs. Why? I don't know.
1: Why? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes.
0: Because that's the way it was described, and I don't think that um, often uh, the the DC Universe allows science to get in the way.
1: But science...
0: So, moving on. Okay, so Jimmy then, uh, he's like all fancy, and he decides that, uh, so he sprays himself with a little bit of Elastic Lad Potion, and they play jump rope with his neck. And then they bring another bit of spray and this is the spray that turned him into a werewolf.
1: Didn't they already get rid of all of that though?
0: Well, I think one of the things we have definitely realized in the DC universe, and in Jimmy Olsen specifically, is no potion that is destroyed is destroyed permanently.
1: But they got rid of all of them. Well. And it was from Merlin.
0: I guess not. Um, no, it was Professor, didn't Professor Potter make the first one? Nope. Well, maybe he...
1: Professor Potter made the elastic lad serum and they got all this stuff from Arthurian England and Jimmy brought it to do a presentation and he was like, wait, there's still some potion in here from medieval... England, you know what's a great idea? I'm gonna drink it. And it then drinks. he drinks it, and then he turns into a wolfman. And then the next time, it was empty, but he inhaled the fumes from it, and then he turned into a wolfman again.
0: No, the second time, it was Mr. Mi- Mix's piddling.
1: Right.
0: It was Mr. Mix's. The fumes
1: thing was also for the Elastic Lad serum.
0: Right. Anyway, so. But he it then, was not
1: made by Professor Potter.
0: So then, uh, he turns. Well, it doesn't really matter, because as we all know, whenever Professor Potter does something, makes something, apparently he doesn't write the formula down. Yeah. And then uh, it is lost forever.
1: Then how can he recreate the elastic latch?
0: I guess he finally decided, hey, you know, I can write this down and then I can recreate stuff. Uh, So, Jimmy Olsen sprays the formula and turns one of the people into a wolf boy.
1: Turns himself into a wolf boy. And nope. then another guy inhales the fumes accidentally.
0: Right, and then that guy turns into a wolf boy. And then...
1: But it lasts longer and he's far more aggressive.
0: He goes on a rampage. And then Superman shows up Bails him out. Changes him back for some reason. It changes him back into a, in, into a regular person. And Superman is once again
1: mad at Jimmy.
0: And it seems to be, I think he's being a little hard on Jimmy. But, you know.
1: This isn't any more stupid than usual. Maybe Superman's just having a rough day.
0: Maybe. So then they say, hey, we've got a surprise for you, Jimmy. Uh, it can help get you in a uh, good with Superman again. And so, uh, there is Jimmy, and the surprise is that he finds Lex Luthor's, uh, a a thing that Lex Luthor made, which was a kryptonite detector. Yep. So then, he calls Superman, brings out the kryptonite detector, and then it turns out it's not actually a kryptonite detector, but a kryptonite attractor. And so, uh, the meteors are showing up, and Superman is, of course... Dying. Dying. (laughs) And they find, and then so the police, I guess, show up.
1: I guess Smallville actually has a working police department.
0: And they, well, you know, their Superman is gone. So then um, they rescue Superman and then uh, Superman is like, alright, that's it. I have had it. Uh, You are finished. I'm going to take your watch and grind it up and destroy this thing and
1: ah,
0: I am no longer your friend. (laughs)
1: And then the Superman fan club takes down their poster of Jimmy while Jimmy's still there to add insult to injury and banishes him. And then Jimmy's just going sad and driving well, home back to Metropolis. And
0: uh, of course, the Jimmy Olsen fan club tells Jimmy to get lost, crumb. They call him a crumb, like yeah. a crumb bum. Mm-hmm. All right, so then uh, he. So Jimmy drives away and he's super sad.
1: And then after Jimmy drives away,
0: the Superman. The Jimmy Olsen fan club go up to a spaceship... They zoom! ...that happens to be...
1: The Superman Revenge Squad.
0: It is full of the Superman Revenge Squad, and then they're like... Is the
1: Superman Revenge Squad gonna become the main Jimmy Olsen villain now?
0: I have no idea. I'm gonna say no, but... I don't know. I don't. So, yeah, there's the Superman Revenge Squad. And so the Superman Revenge Squad had decided they had this plot to take Jimmy, to have basically destroy the friendship between Jimmy and, to destroy the friendship between Jimmy and Superman. And they're like, ha! We got it. We figured it out. We destroyed the thing with our secret rays, and we, we uh, we, 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 they apparently, I guess...
1: One of them can shapeshift.
0: Right. Jirgo Jer- is an, is accomplished with his chameleon power, so he does, uh, he turns into the, uh, wolf boy, and they're like, ah, ah! So they then they look...
1: Outside. And guess who's zipping by, um, being held by Superman?
0: And that is, uh, Jimmy Olsen and Superman! And then so of course, I guess the uh, the 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 members of the the Jimmy Olsen fan Club were actually the children
1: of the Super- of the
0: Superman, Superman Revenge Squad. Squad. and of course uh, because this is 1963 when they find out that uh, the Superman that the boys have failed, they spank their children with uh, looks like cattle prods. That's not good. Nope. And then uh, they, decided and then so Jimmy was like he remembered something fishy uh Jimmy's like he took so Superman's like you know it would have worked uh, if it weren't for you and then they decided what, what he found out was he offered them a lemonade and none of them took the lemonade and he's like hmm
1: and apparently it was very hot out that day and right. he remembered that there was ice in the lemonade
0: and, and that uh the Superman Revenge Squad that their race hates ice I don't know, but they don't like ice. So then he sort of pieced it all together, and then, ah, ha, ha, And then they went back to their spaceship, and it was gone. And uh, Jimmy's like, and Superman's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'll make you a new signal watch. I couldn't have a brighter, more loyal pal than you.
1: He could definitely have a smarter, more more loyal friend than Jimmy Olsen.
0: But he doesn't. That's the thing. All right. Then we have uh, Jimmy Olsen. And not not Jimmy Olsen. We have an advertisement for Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls being a big uh, advertiser and DC Comics specifically. Jimmy Olsen at this time. Yeah. And uh, so they have the the first thing, which is the Jim the, the 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 Tootsie Roll ad. And now they're doing tongue teasers. And says, can you repeat the sentence below five times in an eight seconds without making a mistake? Blow big blue bottles. 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 Sure, I did. All right. So, uh, I did, and uh, that's that. Then, we have an ad for The Strange Lives of Batman and Robin in the latest Giant Batman Annual.
1: Annual. (laughs) So,
0: they have The Strange Lives of Batman and Robin with...
1: Batman
0: with giant Batman and the grown-up Boy Wonder, who apparently in this universe has actually sp- has wings. Yay! He's actually—I guess he's still Robin. He doesn't become Nightwing, but he's still Robin. But uh, he—he just—he's graduated to wings.
1: Where does it say
0: that? Well, it says the grown-up Boy Wonder. Oh,
1: uh, yeah.
0: And now they have uh, the power of that Doom Superman. I Z- thought
1: that was Hawkman.
0: No, it wasn't. It was super. It was uh Robin. Um, Then, there's Zebra Batman, Phantom Batman, Rip Van Batman, and Merman Batman. Uh, So, it's on sale on May 23rd,
1: 1963. (laughs)
0: And, uh, there's an additional super Batman thriller, The Bewitched Batman.
1: Interesting.
0: So, then they also have, it's also says that it covers the first appearance. The original covers of Batman's first appearance in Detective Comics and Batman.
1: I mean, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it is. And this is just like during the annuals when they just sort of took the best stories and they printed them up in one.
1: Do they not do that now?
0: No. Nowadays, they, like, they still, they'll reprint stories in collected editions. But for the most part, annuals, they have specific stories...
1: For the annual
0: That are often sort of kind of, they don't continue any...
1: It's just kind of its own thing, right?
0: There are all these sort of super, like, different stories. Like my my favorite being the one where it's Swamp Thing and Gorilla Grodd has taken control of all of the intelligent apes in the DC universe.
1: That would be great.
0: It's a. It's a
1: That's great. It's a.
0: It's a good.
1: There's a lot of intelligent apes in the DC universe. It's a good universe. fun story. It's
0: it's it is kind of a good fun story. It's it sure it's a. Monsieur Mala, Detective Chimp. Um,
1: There's a lot of, like, sentient. Not sentient, that's not the right word. Intelligent apes in the DC universe.
0: And, uh, Gorilla Crime Boss. And I think one or two others. Oh, Kong Gorilla.
1: Kong gorilla.
0: And. So, yeah, it all brings all that together. So, um, yes, it's the return of the intelligent apes in an issue of Swamp Thing. I think it's number 12. I'll have to look it up. I don't know. Then we have Superman inviting everybody to go to Palisades Amusement Park in New Jersey, where it's now worth 65 cents. And uh, you get uh, free rides to the Caterpillar and one on the jet plane.
1: It's been worth 65 cents for a while.
0: It's true. It seems to be holding steady at 65 cents. And then... Uh, uh, missile attack, uh, where you can, uh, put your own missile war in your house. Okay. So, uh, that's, that is a, so for a dollar twenty five, uh, it is a never, what is it? I don't
1: know.
0: A never before, never again value. So you can, uh. That's
1: an interesting way of putting it.
0: So, and it says, harmless.
1: Are we sure? I,
0: I don't think those missiles explode. But I don't. I don't think yeah, it rules out. I don't think it rules out the eye-putting-out factor.
1: Yeah, I could get hit in the face with a missile, and I doesn't have to explode to do some damage.
0: Um, I think this is still an age where they don't mat. That doesn't matter so much. Where you know, darts were still killing people. Uh, lawn darts.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a bad idea.
0: The shoe-horse-like game yeah. that, in which you threw... You just
1: call horseshoes shoe-horse? Probably. <laughs>
0: the horseshoe-type game or cornhole-type game where there was a hoop and you threw large spikes, <laughs> essentially. At the hoop. At the yeah, hoop. Yeah,
1: that's not a good idea. Um, I want to read this one.
0: Okay, so we bring this, us to our second story. Our second story, which will the introduction will be read by Ella Plum Rowland. Everybody's uh, favorite teenage host of the Superman's Other Pals podcast.
1: And the only host, I hope.
0: uh, As far as I know. The
1: only teenage host, I hope.
0: As far as you know. Unless there was some kind of Freaky Friday situation and we switched bodies for one episode. No, no. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, yeah. There
0: was never a day where I went to you and I said, you don't understand how hard my life is and you didn't say to me, well, you don't understand how much, you'll never understand me. And then we go to a Chinese restaurant.
1: No, there was none of that. (sighs) I would know
0: unless it was specially so we, we don't remember. Although why would they do that? Then we wouldn't learn our lessons.
1: I would know, and then wait. Stop, Dad. Can we just? Can you let me read the thing now?
0: Okay, so. Else, I'm rolling.
1: You cut me off. Reading. You cut me off. Here you go. You cut me off. In his adventurous career as cub reporter, Jimmy Olsen has been in many a tight spot, but his fighting courage has always helped him win against the heaviest odds. Side by side with his best friend Superman, Jimmy has faced scores of perils without flinching, but now comes the greatest test of all. Has the gallant young reporter grit enough to face? the future as the human robot.
0: Okay, so we see uh, Jimmy Olsen, who is uh, now in this particular, in his uh, uh, suit, and a man is filling him up with oil, and Jimmy's saying, Yes, I said, fill her up and use your best oil. I don't want my robot body to rust. So so, so then we start, and a guy has shown up at Jimmy's door, and he says that he's Professor Brunt, an astronomer. I heard your fan club astronomy. Yeah. I heard how your fan club's astronomy exhibit won first prize at the science fair. And so he brings him a special telescope. And Jimmy's like, okay, well, I'll test it out. So he looks into the sky and then wakes up on a spaceship. So he wakes up on the spaceship, and a guy named Fergal, who is a green alien, uh, says, "We're going to uh, keep you as a specimen." And oh wait, wait, uh, oh they're Venusian scientists, and they speak the language. And uh, what happens now? It's like, well, the very fr- uh, this is the first visit of an Earthling to our planet, and they show you th- they show the wonders of the world, which will be a great scoop for the Daily Planet, and they bring them through a flashlight plant, and then they run across, uh, then they go to a metal forest, and then they go to something called, the. they run into, accidentally, something called a rador, which is, I'm now always looking to see if, uh, ever since there was that lady from the Senlov, or Sennev, which is Venus spelled backwards, the Sunev, I always check to see if anything is backwards, but uh, the, 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 this is not, as far as I know. Uh, Ro, Rodar? No, that's mm. nothing. So uh, they tell him uh, to get back, don't let his eyes shine on you, but of course
1: his eyes, what happens. his
0: eyes do shine on him, and they say that if you, if you get hit by him, uh, you get turned into a uh, stone. So,
1: so they rush him into an operating room, and they make him pass out, and then when he wakes up, something is different.
0: They have, uh, they have uh, turned him into a robot. And then they, they tell him, you know, just make sure that you fill yourself with oil. And when you get back to Earth, tell tell Superman and uh, Superman will fix you. But will he fix you? I don't know. Does he know how
1: to make people not be stoned? I don't know.
0: So they put him on a spaceship and they send them back to...
1: Oh, but first they knock him out so that he doesn't like die or anything.
0: Right, I guess, which is weird because anyway. So uh, they so he he lands and he lands back in Metropolis and he's a robot. And then uh, it turns out that that night.
1: He and Lucy are going to a masquerade ball. A masquerade future ball. Future themed. Yes,
0: which is future themed. And, uh, su- and uh, Lucy is dressed as uh, one of those aliens that has the super big brains. Yep. And while they're there, unfortunately, uh, they are robbed. Oh, no. And But Jimmy takes this opportunity to run in and take care of business. And he gets shot, but he is bulletproof. He says, Ah, their bullets may damage me, but as a robot, I feel no pain. And then, of course, Lucy, as she always does when she finds out that Jimmy has turned into some kind of weird freak, uh, freaks out and. She
1: broke off their engagement. Breaks
0: off their engagement. I, as many of you may or may not remember, at the end of last, at the last issue, uh, Jimmy sort of proposed to her. Yep. And kind of accept, and so they are technically engaged at this point. So he starts to have weird dreams about how, as a robot, he's getting eaten by the metal, by the metal eater that, uh, that lives in uh,
1: Superman's Fortress Fortress of
0: Solitude. Solitude. So Jimmy then shows up to work and he is swarmed by reporters. And Jimmy then talks to Perry White about what's going on. And he's like, you can't be here because you're causing problems. (laughs) And uh, so he then, it's then lunchtime and he's like, okay, well, everybody's eating at restaurants. I guess I'll go to a gas station because robots go to gas stations at lunchtime.
1: I don't know. We don't know. He doesn't know.
0: And so he comes back. And the other thing that Jimmy always does when he turns into a freak is he says, right, he basically banishes himself from society instead of saying, uh, look, I have become different from everyone else. So of course I need to be far away where no one can bother me. So then you find out that people are actually watching Jimmy and they say that their plan won't work unless Olsen contacts Superman. So there is some kind of plan.
1: Also, the person watching Jimmy is the same person who gave him the telescope exactly. at the beginning of the issue.
0: Exactly. Now,
1: Which also may or may not be an alien of oh, not Ex-Luther, Lex Luthor, since he is bald.
0: Jimmy then uh, summons Superman, and Superman... He's like, hey, I heard you become a robot. There's something wrong. I, so that he's like, he says, I'll fix you at my Fortress of Solitude.
1: And so they go.
0: And they go into the Fortress of Solitude. And Superman's doom is sealed. Get our plane ready while we head for the Fortress to get the evidence of his death. So that we can collect the reward.
1: And then it explodes.
0: Right. And so they show up. And there's Superboy. There's just, uh, and it turns out that, uh, it hasn't been exploded, and uh, they both they get there and well, knock everybody out.
1: It wasn't the real Fortress of Solitude, right?
0: It was a dummy Fortress of Solitude, one of the many that that Jimmy that uh, Superman has made. And so, because uh, it How says many? here, we don't know, and it says here it's the Arctic, but I think the actual Fortress of Solitude is in the Antarctic. Yep. So, you know, he's on the other side of the world. Yep. And it was... uh, And so, we we then get to the... uh, My plan nearly worked, uh, but if it weren't for that meddling kid, and so...
1: What we learn is...
0: Is that uh, this was all a trick to hypnotize Jimmy Olsen into thinking he was on Venus. And he went to the gas station, and the fuel gauge was on... uh, The fuel gauge on the gas pump made me remember that one of... That on the rocket that brought me there, he suddenly realized that it had English. So... He, because the robot, because the, basically there was English on the um, Venusian thing that he decided, oh, this, Earth. this is some kind of trick. And when he hands in his regu- resignation, there's a time where he goes and he hands in his resignation to Clark Kent, mild manner reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper and uh, actually said, OK, uh, I'm not a robot. I'm being watched. Uh, let Superman keep, know that he keeps an eye on me. So uh, it turns out that yes, he was in a movie set, and uh, they were going to—they—they—that—you that, know, this was their plot to foil them, to foil the foilers, and everything's great. The end. Woo! Then we had Super uh, Jimmy Olsen's pen pals. Oh, there's like, hey, we like him when he goes to the time barrier, but um, I don't. How come? He always meets somebody who looks like Lucy Lane. And they're like, how about a story where he meets someone really glamorous, like Helen of Troy?
1: They're just going to make her look like Lucy Lane. Well,
0: certainly, that argument could be made. And now they're saying that, you know, in the next one, uh, they send him to ancient Egypt. So I guess ancient Egypt is showing up. They probably did.
1: Yeah, because he got hypnotized into, like, the whole past lives thing by the guy who was pretending to be, like, some mystic maybe white dude in a turban who
0: knows all right so then we have little pete little pete tells uh, his mom tells me he's spending too much time watching superman on tv and she says i'm going to speak to your father so uh the mom calls the father brings him downstairs and uh turns out that the dad is uh dressed as superman and then we have look at this top hat for a uh, tootsie pop because uh the tootsie pop center it's a optical illusion i guess Yep. and then there's like the top hat with uh the top of the top hat and the base of the top hat like which one's the uh, which one's longer and as we all know whenever they show you that and they ask you which one is longer the they're answer the is always distance. the answer is always it's the same size always doesn't matter what it looks like everybody it's
1: always going to be the same
0: stop falling for this just know they're always the same size there's nothing different about them or whatever you think it is it's the opposite or it's never one of the choices that they make. Alright, so then, we have the last story, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. We all know that rays of green kryptonite can weaken Superman, hurt him, and even kill him. Red Kryptonite always has strange, unpredictable effects on the Man of Steel, but they wear off within 48 hours. Gold Kryptonite affects all of those born on the planet Krypton by taking away their superpowers permanently. And white Kryptonite can destroy any form of vegetation, and blue Kryptonite has the same effect on the bizarro people as green Kryptonite does on Superman. So uh, I don't need to post that anymore.
1: Yeah. Also, why would you need to destroy any form of vegetation?
0: I don't know. Uh,
1: How does that further the plot of any story in Superman?
0: Maybe it was part of the plot. Um. So, but now we present still another variety and challenge you to guess the secret of silver kryptonite. Editor's note, this story has a tricky surprise ending. <laughs>
1: I would also like to note that this isn't really a story so much as everyone just being like, okay, how long can we keep this a secret?
0: Right, so, Superman, so then we have a, a, a big building that Jimmy Olsen is standing in front of and Superman is landing, and Jimmy's saying, sorry, Superman, I can't let you see inside this laboratory. Laboratory, Professor Potter is conducting a top-secret experiment. And then Superman's saying, yes, an experiment with the mysterious new element silver kryptonite, which may be dangerous to me. I'll use my X-ray vision to find out what's going on in that lab. Great Scott! My X-ray vision can't penetrate the lead-lined walls. Good. Okay. Uh, it then it turns out that uh, it is June thirteenth, and then Jimmy Olsen's like, "All right, this is the day. This is the day where we got to get things started. It's almost here." I we you know. So he points to something ominous, and then uh, the next day. He goes to the Kryptonite Museum. This
1: isn't the next day. This is I'm sorry, hilarious. after that. As Jimmy
0: consults the curator of the Superman Museum, he talks about different types of Kryptonite. And Jimmy's like, hey, there's no silver Kryptonite. And then uh, the guy's like, hey, there's no such thing as silver Kryptonite.
1: And then Jimmy's like, yeah, there is, dummy.
0: There totally is. We have to find some. So Jimmy then goes to Lori Lamaris and says, hey, can you find any silver Kryptonite? And she's like, nope. Let wait. Let me talk to all of my fish friends. Yep. Because I guess all mer people
1: can talk to, can fish. Talk to fish. Fish. Much
0: in the same way that the Golden Age Hawkman can talk to hawks and Green
1: Greenland Green, land, can green Arrow can talk to
0: arrows, talk to arrows <laughs> and uh, Green Lantern can talk to lanterns. So um, so he looks. Don't, so, don't
1: ask me why I find that as hilarious as I do.
0: So then asks all of his fish friends that she can continue. Like, so the octopus says, nope. Crab says, nope. Eel says, nope. And so... uh, Everyone says, nope. Lori's like, nope. And then sees Supergirl and is like, hey, we have to try to find... uh, It's like, hey, Professor Potter is experimenting with an antidote for all forms of kryptonite, including silver kryptonite. Can you check this chart to make sure that we've re- visited every variety? And uh, Supergirl's like, "Hey, it says su- it says Silver Kryptonite. There's no such thing as Silver Kryptonite."
1: And then Jimmy's like, "Haha, she hasn't figured it out yet."
0: So then Clark so Perry asked Clark to check for any mention of silver kryptonite. And then Clark Kent, mild mannered reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper, uh, she's like, hey, I've never heard of silver kryptonite. So she he looks through the stacks and then at, uh, at using his super speed and still nothing. know nothing about silver kryptonite. And so uh, Professor Potter is back in his laboratory in a remote area that is lead lined. And, and they're like, hey, we've seen everywhere. Nobody's ever heard of silver kryptonite. Uh, and then
1: Professor Prader's like good
0: (laughs) but if our plan exceeds silver kryptonite and its effect will go down in history I've prepared all the necessary equipment for our task for our task and now proceed with operation silver kryptonite my parents require samples of silver from every person on the list so there are so she, so Jimmy then goes to all of his friends and gets a bunch of silver together. Um, a, a Perry gets uh, silver kryptonite, uh, silver from a.
1: It's a gift
0: from scales. If
1: it's his gift um, of scales from the lawyers' society. I don't know. Uh,
0: oh, his it's father. for his father. Right okay. from his father. Uh, but it's uh, it's silver, and so gets a trophy from Lois. Gets.
1: A silver dollar from Clark.
0: And uh, a silver record from uh, Lana. Lana. And uh, a, a silver, silver crown. Uh, when well, she was crowned, from Lori Lamaris, who was crowned, I guess, beauty queen of Atlantis. I don't know. And so, he gets all this silver, brings it to Professor Potter, and uh, it's like, hey, we can go with Operation Silver Kryptonite. And then Superman is, of course, hmm. Superman
1: zooms in and is like, wait, I can't see in here. Something suspicious.
0: Right. Hey, 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 and so, and so, they're like, uh oh, Superman is outside. And they're like, we can't have him snooping. We have to get in touch with the squad.
1: So they talk to the squad.
0: Meaning the uh, the Superman emergency squad. And they... So he has attack. Uh, they're like, hey, we better execute. They're like... Uh, calling the squad in Candor. zero hour, leave the bottle city and report it once to Professor Potter's lab. But since Superman is lurking near the lab, you'd better execute step A on our way here. What's step A? I, I don't know. So uh, he gets there, and and so Jimmy's like, uh, hey, what's about all this about silver kryptonite? And he's like, hey, there is no silver kryptonite. Oh, oh, and then finds out that hey, this isn't Jimmy Olsen. This is Jimmy Olsen robot. Dah! And
1: then he gets mad.
0: And then the Superman emergency squad show up and then they
1: get poured hot silver over Right, right. They get made... it's not quite the emergency squad.
0: Right. Then, they're working on... So, they then show up. So, finally, Superman shows up, and then...
1: Jimmy's like, and now? Silver kryptonite! And Superman's like, no! How dare you betray me! And Jimmy's like, chill, dude. Um. So, he opens up the thing of silver kryptonite, and inside is...
0: They say there's no such thing as silver kryptonite! This is just a silver box containing statuettes of your close friends on earth they all contributed silver for the job i guess they got all the people in candor because as we all know in candor uh there is a a a version of every one of superman's friends somewhere in candor
1: i mean at least they acknowledge it
0: so they made molds of them and made things for them.
1: And it's cute! And it is it's cute! Nice. And I think it was for like the anniversary of when Superman decided that Metropolis was his actual home.
0: Exactly. They say silver. Ar- so it's been just 25 years ago that you came from Metropolis from Sol- Smallville and pledged to protect it and the world with your mighty powers. But it also then becomes an advertisement for the giant silver anniversary annual. On June 15th, it'll present the greatest Superman stories published during the past 25 years.
1: So that's why this had no plot. It was Correct. one giant ad. It was
0: all a big push for Superman for the Superman annual. Then we have Varsity Vic. Varsity Vic is looking for Janet, thinks he's two-timing him. And then he says, oh, I caught you with another fellow. And then the guy's like, hey, uh, are you having trouble with this stranger? And he's like, no, I made a mistake. Because the woman that he thinks wasn't... uh." Uh, Janet, and then uh, he's beaten, and I don't care if I, this doesn't make any sense. I don't really care about these anymore. Mm-hmm. They really have—they just bore me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I have to reference them and then move on. Okay, then we have great masterpieces: Whistler's Mother by J. with Whistler, May 1834 to 1903, and then Tootsie Roll Fudge, masterpieces of delicious candy, creamy, smooth. Nope. Nope. Because, no as we all know,
1: no one remembers Tootsie Roll Fudge.
0: Tootsie Roll Fudge never made it. Um, then we have an advertisement: fight global air battles with planes of all nations. You get 116 planes for only 125 for 125 cents or $1.25. <laughs> Free pilots training chart. And then, uh, so and then we have two games. We have Convoy Terror for dollar for a $1. dollar fifty. 132. Peace, Navy, giant battles, two gyro indicators, simple directions. And then America's most exciting war game, Task Force, for a dollar. And then. We have a guy who, although he does look like George Jowett, is, is this- actually not. He is, um, I think it's...
1: Ben something?
0: Ben Ruddles. I don't know. Uh, he's a guy, and so this is now like, so the space race is in full effect? Yes. And he's like, hey, you could become a spaceman! Uh, but it's essentially the same thing that George Jowett had, it's just they got a new guy...
1: With slightly different fonts, right? Same variation,
0: exactly. Fonts. And then we have a reward: $11,750 for this coin. What is it? And then $500,000 for each for search for rare coins. And then there's an eight because it's an 1804 silver dollar: 19,000 minted and only 12 accounted for. Where are the rest? You could have one,
1: probably been melted down by now.
0: And uh, you you probably don't have one, yeah. But you know, here's the thing: so that you get basically what you do is you right away for the catalog and then look at all your coins and hopefully uh one of them is worth Something. hundreds of thousands of dollars
1: more than it's worth
0: right so then that brings us to the end of issue 70 i would like to thank you all for listening
1: thank Thank
0: you uh if you could subscribe write a review tell your friends uh we would like to get the word out we would like to get people uh listening to our show uh follow us at other pals pod on social media we are on facebook at other pals facebook slash other pals pod we are on twitter at at Others pals pod and on instagram at, at other pals pod we post uh, pieces of artwork from the issue as well as uh, some of the references that we make. Yep. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you to the Spin Doctors for not suing us. Thank you. And uh, do you have anything?
1: Support your local roller derby.
0: Alright. Uh, until next time, uh, this is Gary Roland.
1: This is Elf. Plum am
0: And we say Superman away.
1: Away!